Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. Good of you to join me this morning on Singapore's most influential radio station, Money FM 89.3. The government has announced new measures to cool the housing market. Second home buyers and foreigners will have to pay higher additional stamp duties. Gosh, we're waking up to big news, aren't we? So the government announcing these new measures meant to cool the housing market. Second home buyers, foreigners, they're going to have to pay higher additional stamp duties, the HDB loan limit has been tightened. It will be more expensive for Singapore home buyers to purchase their second or third property with hikes to the taxes, the additional buyer's stamp duty. Now, this comes on the back of a 9% rise in housing prices over the past year. But these curbs also come at a time that global markets are expecting interest rate hikes next year. Joining me with his thoughts on the recent cooling measures, helping us make sense of them, is Ismail for CEO of Propnex. Ismail, good morning. Good morning, morning to everyone. Yes, luckily I had a good sleep, Michelle, because I was asleep and they announced <laughs> at least now my thoughts are clear, my mind are clear. I understand where we're heading now. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you had a good sleep. We've spoken to some people who only had three hours of sleep trying to digest this. Now, Ismail, we've seen property prices rise over the pandemic 2019, 2020, mm. but we are expecting three interest rate hikes from the US's Federal Reserve next year. So do you think the government is overreacting to fears that buyers may be taking on more debt given rising home prices. Are these measures an overreaction at this time? I would not say it's totally overreaction, Michelle, because somewhat I'm not totally surprised that there were some cooling measures, but it is indeed unexpected in terms of the calibration of percentages to the various additional stamp duties. As long as TDSR is concerned, dropping it from 60% to 55%, I think is definitely welcome because there's a lot more prudence need to be exercised, as you said, increasing interest rates. And not only that, the market has been really buoyant. The volume of transactions is definitely creating, uh, ringing the alarm bells. Where are we heading? And are people all jumping into the bandwagon, thinking of the prices are really moving fast? So the concerns are okay. Mm. I'm not totally surprised, but I was somewhat felt that the some of the calibration was a bit too hefty, especially when you talk about the foreign uh, the ABSD is increased from 20 to 30%. And the mere fact for this whole year, because of the COVID, we did not see the purchase by foreigners was less than 5%. And what is my concern? Through any of these things, there are always winners and losers. When I look at it, who are going to be the real winners from the broader perspective? Singaporeans, by and large, especially if they are going to buy their first home, they will be well protected because um, they are guarded in the sense that prices are not going to be run away anymore. So that's a good news for Singaporeans. And also I would say Singaporeans are going to buy core central regions because with the hefty increase of the stamp duty for foreigners, I must say uh, the core center, if people are going to do the shopping and at Orchard Road, might as well they look at some condos as well because they may get it at a good price. Uh, even in the resale market, the sellers cannot be asking too high a price because there is this effect of an cooling measures. But who are going to be the big losers then? Mm. I think anyone who's intending to buy second or subsequent multiple property purchases will feel the pinch if they have to pay and have these stamp duties. Foreigners, as we mentioned, is 30%. 
plus the standard basic stamp duty of 4%, that means one-third of their fees is stamp fees. Can you imagine someone who's buying a $10 million having to pay $3.3 million, more than 33% in taxes? I think they will think twice, is it the right place for them to put the money right now? And how will it lead to the more losers will be our concern will be developers who are having their stocks in the core central regions in Orchard Road and District 10 9 and they have not sold and in fact unfortunately Michelle a huge chunk of the unsold units in our pipeline are all coming from core central region therefore that's why I felt that these measures were a bit too hefty and it will definitely impact the developers last person whom I think are also in my chart of losers mm. or people who are within a concern are all the hopefuls of the on block people who just felt that the market is coming to a tide and they may be able to put their developments in the on block I think the on block will still do well for the outlying areas, but not for the core central region. And especially on blocks that are on a big ticket item of a billion mark, developers will be very, very cautious. You are, you've anticipated all my questions, Ismail, but <laughs> I'm going to have to dig a little deeper. Now, you mentioned the total debt servicing ratio. It's a very important benchmark for all home buyers. And so people yeah. are going to be paying attention to the TDSR because it applies to all property loans. So the ratio is going to be lowered from 60% to 55%. Uh, and this means that your total monthly loan payments, including your mortgage, it cannot exceed 55% of your total gross income. And this affects um, all buyers, not just buyers of investment properties, Property, if we're trying to tap yeah. down on that, you know, demand-driven yeah. factor. So to what extent do you think that these measures are going to depress property prices in Singapore, you know, particularly in the HDB market? So I honestly think, Michelle, this is not going to be any form of any significant concern at all because we have noticed or uh, we have been working out in all the transactions by and large, people don't stretch to the 60% TDSR to start with. Mm. Can you imagine if your take-home is only $5,000 and $3,000 go into all payment and you only have got barely $2,000, it is not possible. So generally, people don't, but there are some small percentage of people do stretch to the limit. Yeah. And therefore, by reducing it by 5%, it is not definitely going to impact uh, in any significant way. So we are not so very worried, but I think it is also in the right direction direction because a 60% to start with when it was introduced in 2018 was given a buffer but it was timely I thought that it is to reduce 55% and I will never be surprised in time to come it will be 50 so that's perfectly all right. All right uh, do you think this will lead to the measures will reduce the number of million dollar resale HDB flats that buyers have been hoping for and sellers have up to 10.30pm last night were willing to fork out for? Um, I, I mean, all said for, for that, you and I know, Michelle, even if there is a 20 cents increase in a taxi a fare hike, people will hesitate to take the taxi for the next two weeks. Therefore, we are talking about property that goes in thousands and hundreds of thousands maybe. Obviously, I think there is going to be a little bit of a moment of pause where buyers and sellers are going to go and really understand and evaluate and is it the right time and what is the right price to pay. So fortunately, it is just announced this period of time and a lot of people are ready to go for a break. Uh, and I think more people will be taking a bit of a time and we are likely to expect many of the new launches developers will also pull back. 
and yeah. high probability a lot more greater activities are only going to come after Chinese New Year because mm. this is two weeks for Christmas and January people will start to come into the market. But on the other hand, I must say, Michelle, mm-hmm. my honest opinion, prices are not really going to come down. Okay, let me just give a an, an segmented understanding how will this impact. Okay. As far as the outlying areas are concerned, the demand is really very strong and the supply is really low. As such, prices are expected to remain resilient. Any peop- Anyone who's intending to buy in the outlying areas, the mass market, you cannot expect price to come down, especially next year the new launches are going to be new benchmark prices because of the land bid prices have been on the high side. So the only area where buyers may get some little discount, if at all, mm. is the core central region. Because the core central region, the District 9, 10 and 11, mm. the supply is on a higher uh, numbers and the demand will be curtailed by the higher, heftier additional stamp duties for foreigners or for that matter, second buyers of investors. And therefore, there could be a discount. I think some developers may price it 5 to 8% lower. So there are opportunities for people who are seriously looking at core central regions. In terms of volume, I expect the volume to drop by 25%. This year, the new launches likely to hit 13,000, but next year likely to be nine to 10,000. Well, a little deeper in terms of the new properties, I mean, developers of residential projects will now have to pay higher ABSD, 35%, right? Up from 25%. So is it reasonable to expect that new private properties are going to be affected? What do you think these new measures mean for developers? No, I think generally these measures means developers... The risk of developers having to pay the additional stamp duty is only if they are not able to sell the units that they are holding on within the time period of five years. Mm. So what it means here is this. The good news, most of the developers have cleared the stock. Mm -hmm. We are talking about two years ago, Michelle, the unsold units in the pipeline was about 36,000. And as we are talking today, it's only 16,000. So 20,000 of units have been sold off. Therefore, it is not a huge concern. But if there are developers a specific product, if they are not selling their units, they will be subjected to hefty ABSD, which means they either have to give a discount and clear the stock. And for developers who are bidding for new on-block land sites, they will be very cautious, especially if that on-block development are 1 billion ticket. I think developers will have to do their sums. Is this the right time to enter the market based on the demand? Uh, coming back to on-block, I mean, do you really think this means the end of on-block for now, at least? No, no, no. I don't think so. I'm quite confident even next week there could be another successful on-block. Uh, I'm quite hopeful about that. What will happen here will be developers will be more discerning in bidding the sites, mm. which means there's still a very strong demand for OCR and RCR. That means the outside the central region and rest of the central region because there aren't enough supply. And what it also means here is this, the owners of going through the on block have to be realistic in the price. As long as it is price right, the on block will continue. But on block in the core central region is a suspect because of the current supply and demand imbalance. We are also expecting an increase in terms of um, the release of land supplies, right? So how does this work out? I, I thought the measures are meant to sort of cool, cool the, the market. But on the other hand, we're also seeing you know, a, a release of, of land supplies. So what are you expecting there? 
I think that is also again uh, is a right approach in my view mm-hmm. because we we all know why property prices are going up. If the government's main concern here is all about sustainability, the current situation there is a lack of supply. And that's why the demand is strong and the property prices has been moving upward in the last couple of quarters. Therefore, the right thing here is to make sure two measures. Number one, to make sure there aren't very much of very investment-oriented where people are buying multiple properties and there's an, uh, this additional stamp duty is supposed to check on that. While on the other hand, supplying more land means there are more opportunities for people to buy and therefore the prices would remain stable. So the government is taking a holistic approach of bringing in a bit more land supply, telling people not to worry, mm-hmm. and therefore the prices should go on a very sustainable rate. Why do you think uh, there's so much concern about rising property prices? Uh, because... Isn't it a fact that for many properties, we still have not seen the levels that we saw several years back? Yeah, but on the other hand, I must say it is important, Michelle, uh, any rising of property prices, if it goes at a faster pace than the inflation, our GDP growth, then it is not definitely sustainable. Can you imagine if property prices going by double digit annually? Mm. In even two, three years or even five years, we are talking about a million dollar property is worth 1.5 million. What about the next generations of Singaporeans being able to afford a property? Therefore, the government will always be concerned and will step in if it is not sustainable. So as long as property prices keep pace with slightly above inflation and GDP, anything between 3 to 5 to 6% is okay. So definitely, is there a concern? Yes, there's a concern. Uh, but is this the right measures? Most of it, maybe I can agree. But certain things I think is definitely a bit too hefty. Like it is taking a sledgehammer to increase the stamp duty from 20 to 30% when foreigners have not even entered the market due to COVID. So we will very much reduce this segment of interest. And what do you want to finally say to listeners? I think the market announcement was 11.30 this time around. Remember the last time there were cooling measures, uh, 2018, there was a frenzy of buyers going out there uh, after the measures were announced. And that was sort of, you know, hedged by the announcement coming out 11.30 last night. But what do you want to say to buyers waking up to this news? Um, What should they keep in mind? I think buyers, I think you should always look at it from a very, very positive perspective. Cooling measures means... It gives you greater certainty and clarity to the market and therefore you will not be entering the market from a speculative perspective, thinking hopeful of it will just be on the positive bull run. Therefore, just pause a moment and understand your situation and I'm very confident you may well be able to enter the market at a better pricing. So it is for you as an advantage. Nothing to be worried about. So I'm quite confident Singapore real estate market has proven despite many cycles of cooling measures to be resilient. This is another one of those we will just write over and people will come back and take advantage of the right pricing. We appreciate your insights as always. Ismail Gafour is CEO of PropNext. Ismail, thank you for your time. Indeed, my pleasure. All the best, Michelle, and every listeners. And to you, thanks for being with us here on Money FM. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.